Hello, welcome everyone to the Journey to Success Radio Network. Our purpose on JTS Radio is to interview people who are making a positive difference in the world with transformational businesses, thoughts, ideas, and actions that encourage and inspire. My name is Taylor Tag. I am a forgiveness educator and coach certified by the Midwest Institute for Forgiveness Training and certified Napoleon Hill Foundation Leadership Instructor. In our today's success story, we have the 2014 Napoleon Hill International Certified Group that has just come back from the Greek Island abroad, and they're going to share some of our stories, some of their stories with us here on Journeys to Success Radio. So we want to welcome everybody today. We've got uh, Glenn Ringerson, Jeremy Razor, Jim Mitchell, and Serena Johnson. Welcome to Journey to Success Radio. How are you guys today? Fantastic. We want to welcome you to the show. And uh, today, you know, this is all about Napoleon Hill and, and the foundation and the, the great work that you guys do as certified leaders and soon-to-be certified instructors. We want to get just uh, some general information about you guys and where you're from and what you do and, uh, you know, how Napoleon Hill is kind of work his way into your life, so to speak, and to find out more about you. So, Glenn, why don't you start us off, tell us a little bit about you and, and the work that you do. Sure. I live in Long Island, New York, and I uh, am a life coach. I was certified by uh, Life Success Consulting. I have been involved with self-help, self-improvement for about 30 years. I've uh, I've had a tragic incident happen to me about 10 years ago, and uh, I lost my ability to be the person I used to be physically, but mentally I've grown stronger. And I've uh, read Think and Grow Rich and put it down and, you know, let it fly by a few years. This is about 20 years ago or so, and picked it back up again and started reading it, and I started listening to Earl Nightingale and Claude Bristol and a lot of other uh, people who have followed uh, Napoleon Hill's philosophy, and I started applying it to my life, and I believe it's one of the reasons why I'm alive today, because 10 years ago I was uh, tragically uh, run over twice, and uh, I just applied that to that, those principles to my life, and I recall uh, just thinking as I was fading away from, uh, from the incident uh, about some of the information that I have read, and I've used his philosophy to heal my body in uh, many different ways, and uh, I was told I would never walk again. In fact, <laughs> I was always told I couldn't do something throughout my life, but uh, this was the biggest challenge, uh, saying that I would never be able to get out of bed and to stay in a wheelchair, and uh, I, I just did not believe that. I had a definite of purpose. I had a great purpose for my life uh, and what I wanted, and I applied myself with these principles and defeat the odds with that. And so for me, this is a a great, great way of sharing with the world about how these principles work. And by uh, attending the the trainings, I'm very excited about that. And meeting like-minded people on the ship itself was, uh, we we were on a cruise together and meeting people like Jeremy and Jason who I didn't even, I didn't know anybody that was actually going on this. And uh, those two fellas, <laughs> if you know anything about them, they go the extra mile uh, continuously. And here are two fellas who uh, actually were looking for a wheelchair for me to get around Venice. And I didn't even realize they were doing this until the uh, cruise director told, me, told us so, uh, that they went and they spent hours getting uh, a wheelchair by boat and bringing it back to me, and uh, they were just there for me, uh, as, as James was, and, and, and so many others that were there to help me on and off a water taxi, uh, making it uh, a lot more easy for me. So it was just, uh, to wrap that up, it's just a wonderful way of seeing how those folks, even like Serena is another good example, who where I had a motorized wheelchair, that it died, and she pushed me all the way uphill. Uh, and it was amazing just to see how people really care and go above and beyond and just take that personal initiative and just, just go with it. And it was just it's a wonderful place, a wonderful place to be with, with like-minded people. Wow, that's amazing. Amazing story, Glenn. We're glad to have you on the program. And I, I don't know. I, I always always just am amazed at the people that 
that's going to show up uh, in, in the name of Napoleon Hill and the, and the effect that he has had on, on everyone. It just never ceases to amaze me, but it, I can tell if you, you've gone above and beyond in your own life, and, and I applaud you for that and admire you for that. So thank you. Thank you for being on the program. Thank you. Jeremy, you want to, you want to uh, give us some information about you and tell, tell the listening audience about what you do? Yes. Um, uh, Glenn, that was a pleasure helping you during the, during the trip. But um, um, I, uh, how I was introduced to Napoleon Hill was through a friend of mine and from high school, and we uh, talked on and off. Um, by this one time, he had called me and out of the blue and said, "Hey, you need to read this book uh, called Think and Grow Rich." And when he was reading it, he thought of me because the direction I was going with uh, business, and he knew what I was passionate about. So he thought of me instantly when he was reading. And so that's how it started. And at the beginning, when he told me to read the, this book, I said at, at the beginning I, I refused. But he was persistent with me. And he says, okay, but you, what you need to do is go out and get the book and read it. And so he was really um, persistent and, and with his passion, his enthusiasm. It made me get the book. And so at the first time when I read the book, um, I wasn't ready for it. And um, I didn't read it right away through. But three years later, I moved to a different location. I moved from Chicago area to Montana, and I started a business out here. And I was in business for about a year. And after that year or two, I, um, I was thinking of rich popped in my mind. I still had it even though I traveled um, to Montana, and I got the book out, and I read it right through because I was ready at that time. And so that's a big key, you know, uh, for the viewers. If you're um, just learning about um, the book, uh, Thank You, Girl Rich by Napoleon Hill, or if you've heard of it but you haven't read it yet, the first time you read it, you may you may not be ready for it, but keep with it um, because it will change your life once you allow it to. Um, and so what I'm passionate about, what I why the reason I got involved is, when I read Thinking of Rich, I uh, I noticed, I said, this, this philosophy, I, I wish I would have been introduced to this philosophy when I was younger, you know, through my parents. I wish my parents would have shared the philosophy with me. But then I started thinking that the reason they didn't is because their parents didn't share it with them. So I said, there needs to be a fun way to engage with this philosophy um, for family. And so... At the time, I am at the time, and and now I am a passionate game inventor for educational games for card and board games that provide human interaction. Meaning, you focus with no. It's not without. It's not with technology. It's just uh, fun um, gameplay with uh, board game and card games. Um, and so, it was just a natural. Um, transition for me, and I said there needs to be a fun game to introduce these philosophies and the point of those principles, and, and so that's what I, I created uh, Achievus, and then, which is a cooperative board game, and then later on, um, I created a Ticket of Wealth. It's, it's, a, it's a multiple choice game, um, but it's with the philosophy, so that's how I got involved and, and became a, um, um, a certified instructor for, through the foundation. And I've been on many of the trips so far. I, I would say maybe five or six certification trips, and I keep going because of the people that that um, that are there, um, the, the quality of the people, friendly, like-minded, and and plus you have an amazing trip. But the best part is the people you meet. So that's why I I'm a part of the um, the Napoleon certification group. You know, I, have, I have to jump on that train, Jeremy. I, I, I went to my certification trip in 2011 in Ireland, and uh, you know, I still talk and interact with with the guys that we went on the trip with. So it, it, you end up with lifelong friends that change from yes. Napoleon Hill certification trips. Even if you don't know a whole lot about Napoleon Hill, if you just even go just to meet the people, it's it's worth it, and then some. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who's the next? Jim, 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 Jim Mitchell. 
Okay, Let's sorry, I didn't realize it was me. Uh, I grew up in the foothills of the Ozarks, uh, in Arkansas, right on the Missouri line. Uh, my mother and father, I'm sure, never read Thinking Drug Risk, probably never heard Napoleon Hill, but they instill a lot of the same ideals uh, in my in my mind while I was growing up. Uh, followed them on attitude, uh, going extra mile, facing yourself. Uh, got out of high school, went to college for a year, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Went in the Army for three years, let them uh, pay for my college whenever I got out. I came out, uh, I was married by that time. I welded full time at night, usually 50 to 60 hours a week, and went full time to college. Uh, in my business communication class, we had to read either uh, Thinking Road Rip or See You at the Top by Drew Ziegler. See You at the Top, see a fairly new book, only in hardback. So I think it was twelve ninety five. Thank you for risk, but three ninety five. So being a, uh, a normal college student, I read the three ninety five book. Uh, the first time I read it, to be honest, I didn't really like it. I was uh, fairly fundamental Christian at the time. I really almost thought we anti God, but nonetheless, by reading it, I it opened up a door for me. I went back a couple years later. And probably since 1980, I probably have read the book at least two times a year, you know, every year since then, along with the rest of uh, Napoleon Hill's work. Uh, they had kind of guided me. After uh, I finished college, I went back, uh, moved back on the farm, ran a little CPA office uh, in a small town close to where I was from. I uh, decided that wasn't really what I wanted to do, so I went back in the Army with the intention of making Sergeant Major, which is E-9, which is the highest enlisted rank, which I did uh, primarily because I was focused on it, uh, a, the, uh, the uh, definite of purpose, uh, the first trait of the Fulton Hill. Uh, I made it real quick, almost too quick. Uh, I made it several years left before I could retire with no, no other goal really to work for but then also uh, in the Army, when you turn 40, you do your first real major physical. I went in knowing I went in great shape, ran my eight miles that morning, uh, went back, sat down at my desk, got a call when the doctor told me to start major, get your ass back here now. Uh, went back, I had fluid around the heart, a whole lot of fluid. Uh, it was supposed to be, uh, you know, I was supposed to went to a wide trip back to the States. I went to Germany. I couldn't go. About two days later, I was sitting there watching TV. My heart rate went to almost 200 beats a minute, which at that time, my, my rest of heart rate was well under 50. Uh, went to the doctor, spent three days in the ICU, came out, went to the specialist. Uh, she called everybody in to look at it. She said she's never seen that much fluid on anybody's heart that would see it living. Uh, they didn't drain anything. They didn't uh, give me any pills. A month later, I went back. No fluid around my heart. You know, no nothing. No scar tissue. Uh, again, she called everybody in and looked at it. Uh, I just couldn't believe it went away that quick. I wasn't supposed to run. I wasn't supposed to do stairs. I wasn't supposed to go to the field. I did all three. Uh, I kept on living just like I would, you know, any other day with knowing that there was nothing going to happen to me. Uh, that was the first time. I really, at that time, I knew I was was supposed to write books, but I kind of put it off. Uh, then, uh, after I got in the Army, I started, built, sold several businesses. I uh, sold one, knew other things in my life that was time right, so I uh, had wanted to go to the Middle East to work as contractor to DOD. I started that, uh, moved up through the ranks in that real quick. I was home on leave, supposed uh, to go back on on Monday, on Friday morning. I woke up three times in the floor where I had passed out. Uh, had a few things to do that morning to include getting some uh, implants put in my mouth, uh, dental implants. Uh, I didn't tell the dentist. I got feeling better by 8.30, went to the dentist, did that. About 3 o'clock, went to my doctor. They operated on me, took out some tumors and part of my colon, part of my intestine, about third each. Uh, I was told to be at least six months before I'd be anywhere near operational again. Uh, within a month, 
I went back in Iraq working, you know, on my job there. Again, followed minimal attitude and, and just pretending like everything was going to be okay. Uh, no doctor, no one could, could leave it. Uh, then about now, three years ago, almost to the date, I, um, the scar tissue for that surgery grew back together. I was met in fact, I was taken to the, uh, Trans Army Hospital in Kabul. With, uh, they operated on me again, took out more of my colon intestines. I spent eight days there. I got a lot of infections. I was being medevaced to Dubai. They called my wife, my daughter, and my son in. Uh, my company flew my wife, uh, my son, my daughter in. Uh, right away, my wife had to get a visa because she was flying in from Thailand. Took her about three days, but basically they were flying them in to tell me goodbye because the doctors had all said I had no chance of hell or uh, living through it. Uh, I spent about uh, two months in ICU in Dubai, flew back to Texas, did hyperbaric for about three more months, uh, spent a couple more weeks in the hospital uh, altogether for about 18 months before I was back in Afghanistan working again. I just wanted to go back to prove I could, uh, but nothing but solid uh, mental attitude, facing myself, face, face knowing that uh, you know everything would be okay, you know, brought me through it. Uh, I took the, started the Napoleon Hill course, uh, finished it up uh, with the crews, met a bunch of fantastic people. Uh, me and my wife were the last two to give our, our testimony uh, on the crews and introduce ourselves. I felt like I was receiving almost what Glenn had received, uh, a lot of things, the same thing that he did. Uh, but my wife is also uh, certified, she is taking the game. The Chiefs came and interpreting the tie for the people there. She is a, a coach there. Uh, my project would be working with cancer survivors. I had thought that I would probably be working with small business people, uh, doing primarily small business coaching. But uh, on the last day of the cruise, Judy Williamson uh, said something about uh, that just hit my mind, telling me that I was supposed to be working with the uh, cancer survivors. So that's what I will be doing with the crews, working with a lot of people we met on the road crews. Thank you. Wonderful. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you really overcome some, some difficulties and hardships in your life, and uh, wow, I just, that that was a beautiful story. Thanks, thanks for telling that. Uh, it's wonderful, and, and we do want to, uh, you know, uh, acknowledge Judy Williamson and uh, Gina Martinez and Don Green from the Napoleon Hill Foundation and all the good work that they do. Uh, especially organizing the certification trips and, and all the uh, the great work that they do in the Napoleon Hill Foundation. So, yeah, we want to be able to honor them as well. Serena, Serena Johnson is joining us here on Journey to Success. Serena, you want to give us a little bit of information about you? Yes, I'm from North Carolina. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I first heard about Napoleon Hill maybe four years ago. And it was, I was, I teach classes in the jail. I work with inmates. Um, I was trying to get information for them that was not religious-based. So I was Googling Universal Law, and Napoleon Hill popped up, the YouTube video. I watched the YouTube video in its entirety, and I was like, wow, this is everything I need to be teaching in the jail. Try to get the DVD downloaded and burned from the YouTube. I couldn't, I could never get it done. So I had to write down the principles, and I taught the principles in the jail, just myself without any video, on how to think and grow rich, how to have a positive mental attitude, even when you're in confined. So with me doing that for the past, I've been doing it for the past three, four years in the jail, I was looking for something for the females to work on. I was working with females in May. And I Googled um, programs in prisons. And the Pauline Hill Foundation popped up. I didn't I had no idea that there was a foundation. So once I found that there was a foundation, I called, spoke with someone, and they found out about the trip. And I said, I have to go. So I found out at the end of May, I think stuff was due that same week that I called. The funds and everything was due, you know, coming up within half like a week or so to, to get the money in, to um, get put on uh, the list for certification. So I spoke to China and I told him I hadn't taken any courses, I hadn't done anything as far as, you know, at the moment. She said, well, you have some time to go on the website and get some stuff done. 
so everything was really rushed. Um, I'm so happy that I ran across the foundation because it's everything that I've been teaching inside of jail now. I just didn't know that there was a way for me to actually put it in a more, you know, just more detailed, it's more information for me to give. And it's, it's, it's helpful for me. Um, my story, as far as me, myself, I'm, I'm a mom of a daughter with, with special needs, and we have so many problems with um, premature birth hydrocephalus, bacteria infections from surgery, that that's the only way that I was able to make it is by having a positive mental attitude about it and making sure that I instill those things into her, just talking to her as an infant about how we're going to get through this. So with me going on the trip, the experience has been life-changing. I met people I know that I'm going to be connected with for the rest of my life, and I've learned more principles through the training that I'm going to apply to teaching classes in the jail and moving on to the prison. So this has been really life-changing for me. I, I'm so happy about the experience that I've had this past month. Great. Wow. Thank you, Serena. That, that, that was wonderful. And, I, you know, uh, Napoleon's work, it goes far and wide, and I'm, I'm just never sure on amazement on, on how it seems to find its way, you know, to the right people at the right time. And thank you for the work that you do, especially, you know, in prisons. And that that is very, very important work. So uh, thank you for that as well. Um, I'm going to open the, the floor up here to you guys uh, and tell us a little. I would like for a couple of you to tell us a little bit about the trip uh, to the Greek Isle. I know that the foundation has one international trip every year and one domestic in the USA certification trip. This year is to the, the Greek Isle and, and, and abroad. So if uh, one or two of you would, would like to stand on the trip and tell us some of the highlights of where, you, where you, you've been for our listening audience and some of the things you experienced there. Okay. Well, I'd say that uh, Santorini was, or Santorini, I'm sorry, Santorini was one of the best experiences that I've had as far as the sites and and the group that, you know, we're with. We really had a good time with learning the area and just being in a different environment. It, it opens up your mind to know that there's so many other things that you can do and cultures that you can learn, you know, that stuff is just never ending. Knowledge is infinite. Wonderful. Yeah, um, I, I just, I felt the difference with this um, cruise uh, is we was able to visit um, several countries you know, we went to Turkey, we started in Venice, um, we went to Greece, a couple of, uh, locations in Greece, and so with this trip, was a, we were able to experience um, many cultures, um, but at the same time, um, you know, you're, you're spending it with friends, new friends, and, and like-minded individuals, and so it's just, when you get there, uh, especially if you have an excursion set up, you know what you're going to do, but if you don't have um, an excursion set up, you have to figure it out and get a group together. So what we did was we we gathered our group, and uh, and then we figured out we kind of played it by, you know, we just went on, got off the boat, and we needed to figure out how to get get a taxi or our own bus, our own vehicle, and, and be able to go to the main main areas to see the sites to see. And wherever we were, we were in Croatia, and we we saw Ephesus, and we visited uh, St. Mary's House. Uh, that was that was quite amazing to see. Um, but also, um, like the uh, the Grand Theater, you, you know, back in before BC. So just seeing all that, uh, how it was, um, you know, it was you know a lot of it was kind of um, weared away because over over time, but it's just amazing to see that history there. And then it ended, you know, we went to Santorini, I, I agree. I think Santorini, um, other than Venice, Venice is amazing, but Santorini, that part was uh, really, was a great experience, um, Santorini, Greece, and just the food and, and, and the different uh, um, different culture. Then also, and then we ended up in, um, what the name was, it was in Greece, but it was where the um, the Olympics started, and so oh, wow. 
and so we got to see that uh, that actually where they performed. And what what one of the, my friends uh, that was on the cruise, uh, she said that um, it was Dr. Doreen. She's from Toronto, Canada, and she um, she said that that Olympics started out that um, you, everyone competed against themselves. They didn't compete against others. So it started out as you compete for your your best time and or, you know, your longest throw or whatever the competitions were at that time. But you can see how it changed from that to competing with others, against others. So I thought that was interesting as well. So, But it was a great ex- – all in all, it was an amazing experience um, compared to the other trips that we've been on. All of them have been great. But this one was definitely – what was different is we was able to visit multiple countries at, in one trip. So. Well, I think I think that's a great that's a great point, uh, Jeremy. Because I, I think uh, the reason for the certification trips are you know to be able to you know like Serena said to step out of your comfort zone. You know, it, it would be so easy to take an online test, and turn your you know your paperwork in, and just get your certification. But that's not really what the foundation wants to do. They want people to uh, to come together. They want to they want people to grow together and to kind of get out of their comfort zone and see the world, so to speak. And so. That's one of the reasons why the certification trip and, uh, is essential to getting your certification and leadership certification. So uh, it, it is an amazing experience, uh, any way that you put it. Um, I'd like to, to ask you guys, uh, as certified instructors or students to be certified instructors, what what principle what principle drew you into Napoleon Hill's philosophy? You know, I've, I've met so many people who've had. Uh, have been touched by Napoleon Hill in one way or another, and it's it's has been one or two principles in the philosophy that drew them into the entire philosophy itself, uh, and and really just it grabbed them. So I'd like to ask each one of you, you know, what was what was that principle for you? What what was that thing that drew you in to the work of Napoleon Hill and uh, to the work you do today? Glenn, want to start us off? Sure. You're asking me what principle that wheeled yes. me into the Napoleon Hill Foundation? Right. What principle drew you into the philosophy itself and just work in Napoleon Hill to the point where you even wanted, you know, to, to know more about it and even give back as a certified instructor? Okay. Well, I, I, would, I would think that the definition of purpose, uh, figuring out how to get what I want to achieve and why is it so important for me to focus on the goal that I was uh, trying to obtain at the time uh, before the incident uh, is when I was getting involved with this. And and I was just searching for how to make this success work because when we see those around us that are successful and you wonder what it is that they are, why are they so different than than I? And uh, I I would think definitely the purpose would be there. Also, you know, I love what Earl Nightingale says about success. He says success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And so those nine words really mean a lot to me, too. And so I was like, well, how does this all be put together? And progressively means moving forward, right? So definitely the purpose is similar to that, where it's it's a burning desire. You're moving forward towards your goal. And I just thought, you know, the other question was worthy. Worthy was something I, I always, when I hear Earl Nightingale talk about that, I think of worthy, and I know we're talking about Napoleon Hill here, but I think it's important sometimes to intertwine these because uh, Napoleon Hill and Earl Nightingale were friends. So uh, when I hear that, it's like, yeah, am I worthy? No, no, no. Is it worthy of me? That's that's the problem I think that I had. Is something worthy of me? Yes, it's worthy of me. You know, it's, I'm worthy of it, sure. But as I move forward, uh, I got into the principles, and I realized that a definition of purpose was a great one to, to really understand. And then applied faith, uh, accurate thinking was another one, because if we have all this stuff scrambled in our, into our thinking, it really doesn't focus on the things we actually want, and you end up being deterred and thinking about things that really pull you away from what you want. And so I felt that that was important, so I, you know, I give back to uh, my community in a way that I'm, I'm involved with Toastmasters International, and uh, I've actually helped people 
see their goals, uh, achieve their goals by uh, doing this. And actually, one of my projects is to actually open a Toastmasters club based on the 17 principles and 17 principles only. And uh, that's what I'm working towards right now because I think it would be just a phenomenal uh, experience because every time I go up to speak or people like myself that no matter who they follow, whether it's Deepak Chokra or, or anybody else, they all want to hear more. They all want to know, wow, that's, that's incredible. Can, you know, where did you get that book? Or where did you, where did you learn this information? And so I think it's vital that it, it, it be exposed even to a greater ability. And Toastmasters is a fantastic place for that. And you'll see that the world champion speakers, if you know anything about Toastmasters, most of them have the same philosophy. They talk about it all the time. And so what... I see happening is is great things in the future. Wonderful. Well, that's that's awesome. Uh, I have been exposed to Toastmasters. That's how I started my speaking career. Is just going to a Toastmasters group and learning to talk about myself, which was probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And Toastmasters really gave me that that platform to uh, to grow myself as a speaker. And I think that uh, having a group based on the seventeen principles is an awesome idea. I mean, that is an awesome, awesome idea. So I look forward to hearing about that in the future. Jeremy, what was it for you that kind of drew you into the, the philosophy of the Pulling Hill? Well, um, since I read Think and Grow Rich first, it would have to, what really got me was uh, was thoughts or things. You know, I, before I just never thought about, you know, things, you know, you see, you know, you have a cup of coffee and you have a chair you sit on, you know, things. But then we never, I never thought of, thoughts of being things and it's so true everything begins in a thought before we start building we have to build it in our thoughts first and that was uh, that really um, that really got grabbed me with the philosophy but I would like to talk about with one of the seven, you know, 17 principles and what it, you know with you, you study when you take the certification course what I would say is what really uh, like to me, is most everyone is is a positive mental attitude. That really, that's where it all starts. You have to have a positive mental attitude before you can um, believe in your definite purpose, or just even to search what is my life going to mean. You know, what do I want to live for? You, know, you have to have that positive attitude. Um, even though the four major principles is definite purpose, mastermind alliance, um, you know, applied faith, and going the extra mile. Those are very valuable principles, but I would like to throw in and I would talk about personal initiative. You know, when I think about personal initiative, I get I get um, that that's one principle that really uh, excites me or really uh, you know that I'm drawn to because nothing can get done if you don't take personal initiative. You know, there's opportunities that come to us uh, throughout our life. Like for example. Uh, when I was reading Thinking Grow Rich, and I had that thought, that see the thought that there needs to be a fun way to engage this philosophy with fam- for families to use to and their friends to play a game, a fun game, but also discuss and learn the principles. And there was an opportunity there in my mind. And if I didn't take personal initiative right then and there to make it a reality, um, Achievus would not have been created. So I feel um, personal initiative in all of our life. You know, in each of us, we have to take personal initiative before anything can get done. But obviously, you need to have a positive mental attitude. You need to, to have accurate thinking. You need all the principles before or when you're, you're taking personal initiative. It doesn't matter if you take personal initiative and you um, fail or you make a mistake. You make mistakes. It doesn't matter because you will learn from those mistakes and you will you will be progressing to your definite purpose and and so it's the main the the main point I feel is is taking initiative taking personal action not waiting around for someone to tell you what you need to do or um or just doing what other, um you know you have if you want success in your life and you want to achieve your purpose um you have to take personal initiative that's where it begins so well, that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy, for that. And for our listeners, uh, Jeremy has, has created a, a series of board games based on the 17 principles of Napoleon Hill, Achievus being one of those, which are doing very well and successful uh, worldwide. And so we want to make sure that everybody knows about Achievus. 
Uh, Jim, tell us a little bit about uh, what it was that drew you into the, the philosophy of Napoleon Hill. Uh, probably a lot of it was the Max 9. Uh, I used the Max 9 uh, when I went back in the Army. I had a couple of senior sergeant majors that uh, were there for me whenever I needed help. I called them, talked to them, found out what I needed to do. Uh, on the cruise, we had at Max 9 really a 55 people from 17 different countries that we can uh, draw our mastermind from, that we can talk to, that we can pick up the phone, talk to, get on the internet, talk to. Uh, most of them, we are on uh, Facebook together. So now we got a uh, mastermind of 65 people. But also then, of course, going after miles, uh, my father, while we're growing up, used to tell me, he said, Jim, you know, if you uh, work your ass off and do the basic channel, everything you do, you're going to have a lot less competition than you do, Will, if you step back and let people, or wait for people to give it to you. Uh, so I always, you know, grew up going the extra mile, doing everything I can. Uh, problem mental attitude. Uh, whenever I went to Iraq, I lived and worked on the Iraqi side. Uh, but all the facilities to include the, uh, the mess hall was on the, uh, U.S. side. So I had to go through the guards four or five times a day. Most of them were Ugandan. Uh, no matter how I feel, when someone asks me how I feel, I say fantastic. Uh, so I got to where the Ugandan guard, they could see me, my car's pulse almost, they could see me from 100 meters away, and hold out, fantastic, you know, to me. Uh, so the, you know, the, the ideal fundamental attitude, if you used it, number one, it makes you feel better, but number two, it, it also helps bring the fundamental attitude to everybody around you. So, uh, you know, by just, every time the Ugandan see me, I said, fantastic. Soon they were, you know, they were just saying they felt fantastic when anybody asked them. I mean, I even in the ICU room, you know, when the nurse or doctor came in and asked me how I felt, I would say, uh, would say fantastic. So, follow mental attitude, gone the extra mile, uh, the mastermind, definite purpose, and of course, follow, you know, and, you know, all the, all the, uh, all the really you use in your life if you really want to be successful. Uh, wonderful. Thank you so much for, for that, Jim. Serena, how about you? What was this about the principle or a principle that drew you into philosophy? Well, of course, positive mineral too, but what really helped me is creative vision. Um, with creative vision, you can make any bad situation see the, see the positive of that bad situation. I worked in a jail as an officer um, for about four years as a, as a pension officer, and I saw so many things that I wanted to do with the inmates to help the situation as far as the, the fights, the, all the bickering, the education that was being taught in a jail. There was a lot of things that I wanted to do as an officer that I couldn't do based off of the rules and regulations of being an officer and certain things you couldn't do. You couldn't really communicate with any inmates or help them out on any information that, that you knew. You, you couldn't interact with them at all on any personal level. So... Um, being there for four years, I, you know, going back and forth in my mind, should I stay here? You know, I really am not doing what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing, you know, and things were getting, you know, rough, but it was a dependable job. I'm in the sheriff's office. It's a state job. I know it's going to be here. So I had to take a risk, and I, you know, I, I resigned. I resigned and started working for a nonprofit out of all businesses, a nonprofit organization, but I was working with the kids and the community. That's, that's what I wanted to serve. And it turned to be one of the best decisions that I've ever made. Because in working with that nonprofit organization, it allowed me to go back inside the jails and teach the classes. So that's when I first started to um, initially teaching the classes through the nonprofit organization. So I wasn't in there as an officer anymore. I was in there as, a, as an instructor. So, you know, just having a vision of what you want to do and, and, and applying faith and just doing it. You know, that sometimes the best thing you can do is the thing that you think is going to be the worst thing for you, but you know what you, what you really feel like you need as a, your passion, what you need to do for yourself and for the world, you know, the reason why you're here. You know, so that, that was the main thing that helped me out, creative vision, because I had so many ideas of how I can help and going through the disappointment of going to work every day and not liking it helped me do my job so much better when I taught classes in the jail. Great. Uh, I 
really uh, passionate and uh, just excited to hear what you have to say about helping out uh, the jails and the prison with them because a lot of times, you know, they can help, they could, uh, the principals can uh, make a biggest difference in their life. Um, it really did. So I know I know a lot of people out there still contact me now from classes I taught from in 2009. They're still reaching out to me. So I know it, had, it has made a difference. Wonderful. And so I think we all um, talked about our prin the principles. I feel uh, one thing is with the Napoleon Hill Foundation, I give thanks to Judy uh, and Chino and Alan um, with all the, the certification trips that provide for us to do to connect with each other and to learn from them. Um, and so and I thank Judy for, for making a difference in my life. Um, being a mentor, um, and so, and this could be the same for for anyone that um, that wants to learn about more about the philosophy. Just go on Google, find find the Napoleon Hill Foundation, and to to learn about what uh, courses and material that they have available, because that's where it starts. Is you take that personal initiative and to. to you know, to apply this and to learn because, you know, a lot of the, the principles are, they're common sense. Mm -hmm. But but when you read the philosophy and what Napoleon Hill has com composed for us to read, it puts it in a perspective and you're going to learn a lot more um, about what it takes to be successful and to achieve what you want to do with your life. So it starts it starts with the per taking personal initiative to learn about the philosophy. So, really encourage you to do that. It's the Point Health Foundation is www.naphill.org. So it's www.naphill.org. That's wonderful. And I think uh, I encourage everybody to go check out the foundation and the website and to learn more about the Point Hill and the, and the foundation. And uh, even even if you're thinking of thinking about becoming a certified instructor, uh, it is so it is so worth it. Uh, you'll get life you'll get lifelong friendships. You'll learn about the philosophy. You'll be able to, to teach it in any application that you want to. There's so many benefits from being a part of the foundation. Uh, I can't I can't encourage it enough. So guys, kind of as we as we uh, you know get close to wrapping up this interview. I'd like I'd like for each one of you to um, tell us what it what it means to you or what it will mean to you to be a certified instructor, and if, if there are any uh, advice or guidelines you could give to the people who are thinking about uh, becoming a certified instructor in the future, and and uh, what words of encouragement can you give to them? So, Glenn, we'll, we'll start off with you. Great, great. Why would you want to become a certified instructor? Well, first of all, teaching is learning, and if you can teach others, you can learn yourself, which is a great way for really building up your, your own character. As far as why Napoleon Hill, well, like I said before earlier, I was a, a graduate of Bob Proctor's uh, courses, and Bob Proctor talks in there about how he reads this book called Think and Grow Rich for the last 50 years. And I kept on thinking to myself, well, why am I here then? <laughs> why don't I go to the to the source where it all comes from? And uh, I, I can't tell you how happy I have come to the source. And to be able to apply the principles to your life is not an easy thing to do on your own. You do need other people, other masterminds, other individuals who are actually doing these principles to kind of fortify your life and your ability to carry out these these principles. Some of them come natural for us. Some of them are not that natural. And so I would suggest to anybody who really wants to improve their life, who wants to get out of the rat race, per se, and to step above the crowd, you need to do something different. If, if you've been looking at your life and saying, well, what, what is it that, you know, how come these people are succeeding and, and I can't and what's wrong, and you're doing the same thing over and over again, it's kind of like the definition of insanity. 
you know, you're getting the same results, and you're not changing anything. And so the change comes within yourself. It comes to understand a philosophy, a formula to follow that would encourage you, and as you encourage yourself, you encourage others around you, and as you help others around you, they help you in return. And so it's just a win-win situation. It's just a place of like-minded folks, a place to be able to really pick up your life and move forward and to see how others, like the example I gave earlier about how Jeremy and, 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 and Jason and Serena have you know, gone the extra mile with me. Now, I, I've, I wouldn't expect that in any other arena except for this kind of arena because they understand the principles. They understand what it is to help those and, and to, without being told. And that is a great thing. So for me, Napoleon Hill is, 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 is the man. He's the one who started this all, and he's the one that if you're going to go drink the water, you might as well drink his water of life. Go ahead. Jeremy, how about you? Um, I, I would say that the first is there's there's um, to take, you don't want to take the leader certification. You can't take it first, obviously. What you do is you start out with the home study course, and that comes with CDs, um, there are audio CDs, and then there's video CDs, and you also get a PDF um, uh, uh, documents to, to read and kind of prepare you for the next step, which is the distance, distance learning course. What's nice, nice is with this is that you can be at your comfort of your own home and to take this test. And it's three times a year, um, the, the spring, summer, and fall. The summer is the most, it's in, within 10 weeks. It's just the shortest time. Um, and then the other are... You have one principle a week. And so there's a time frame you have to be able to finish the, the course, but you get to do it from your home, which is very beneficial. Then after taking that, um, that portion, you decide if you want to go the step further and to now share the philosophy within your uh, community or whichever way you see fit for your life um, to share the philosophy, and that's to become a certified instructor. What that is, is it's credentials. You know, you've done the work to have the status to become a certified instructor. You know, uh, others, um, like Glenn, he says that he's used the philosophy for the past, if I get it right, 30 years. Um, and But now he will have the credentials of a Napoleon Hill Foundation licensed instructor. And so that's that's the... The highest uh, step to be becoming that, and then after that, you know, you have you take it and share and help others to change their life, because that's really what it is: is is you're helping others to realize within what they already have themselves to bring it out and and to live a, a happier, fulfiller life, fulfilling life, and and so that's uh that's fulfilling in itself, you know, to be able to help others to be to get out of their rat race or get get out of their rut because in, in turn it helps us. So well, absolutely and I think all of us can agree that Napoleon Hill uh philosophy itself and the certification process and, and being a certified instructor is is indeed life changing, without a doubt. Uh Jim, what words of advice could you give our our potential potential certified instructors or people who are thinking about becoming Certified instructor, what words and advice could you give to them? When you uh, look for someone to learn from, my number one requirement always been to try to find the best available. Uh, Napoleon Hill was the best, is the best, his foundation is the best that there is out there to learn from. Uh, me and my wife both you know, went through the course, went through the certification, uh, planned to do it. She is taking it back to Thailand. Uh, you know, initially you take it back through the uh, Jesus game, uh, and then and, and training on the 17 principle. Hopefully, we will end up being like knees in uh, in Thailand for it there. Uh, but you know, always go look for the best. 
learn from the best. Uh, there's no reason to copy the people that had copied, that had copied, that had copied, that had copied from somebody else. Uh, don't be 10 later, later down, you know, go to the best, learn from the best, uh, and, and be the best. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Serena, what words of advice do you got for our listening audience? Going abroad to trips for certification. It's, it's so great to have people who think like you. And it's hard sometimes to, to get the information out. If you're listening to the show now, you know that the principles are they're valid. You know, and going on a trip, I met those who believe in the same values as you. And that's, I've listened to the, the audio, the YouTube video for the past couple of years and, and trying to find people who actually take the time out and listen to study your principles is hard. It's hard sometimes to, to seek out those, those people. You know, with some of the certified instructors, you will meet people who have lifetime. And those people you can network with and keep it off the positive energy. When you're feeling a little drained in, in what you're doing, you don't give those people a call and, you know, just, just share information. So that alone has been what is driven me. I'm so happy about taking certification trip and meeting the people I've met. So I think that's, that alone is enough for someone to, to want to go because, you know, sometimes the information, getting the information out to those that still just have information, you're not going to receive it until you're ready. And there's some yep. people, they're not ready. So it's, it's nice to be around those who are. Yes, great points. Great points. And any, anyone else have the closing words of advice for our listeners? Well, believe in what truly makes you happy, then live for what you want to achieve in your life. That's wonderful. Great words of advice. And, and again, if you're interested in becoming a certified instructor, and you can find out more about it at naphill.org. And to find out about the foundation and all the great work that they do, uh, Napoleon Hill Works. Um, sign up for the weekly e-zine, which is incredible in itself. Uh, it's free. Sign up, you sign up online at naphill.org. And to find out more about the, the wonderful works of Napoleon Hill and all the many, many millions of people that he has affected in a very positive way in their life, who are, who are changing lives of their own now as a certified leadership instructor. I'd like to thank all of you for joining us today on Journey to Success Radio to Glenn Regerson, Jeremy Razor, Jim Mitchell, and Serena Johnson, the 2014 class of Certified Instructors in the Bowling Hill Foundation. I'd like to, first of all, congratulate you, and also, second of all, to uh, thank you for the great work that you, you do and you will do in the name of the Bowling Hill Foundation and its great work. And so we also want to thank you for listening to Journey to Success Radio Network today. Find out more about the network. You can visit us at journeytosuccessradio.com. And we'll see you soon for our next amazing success story. Bye for now. Thank you.